What do you love about being outside and active? I'm, I'm sure I've spent more time outdoors than in. That just feels like home. Enjoy what you can do because you never know what is around the corner. Just being outdoors in the fresh air, it just clears my mind. Fully immersed in nature is what brings me the most joy. Hello and welcome back to the Outside and Active podcast, where this week my special guest is Warren Smith. Warren is one of Britain's leading professional free skiers and an internationally qualified performance coach and instructor. He has been a sponsored vocal free ski athlete for over 10 years and has represented brands such as Scott Sport, Swiss Airlines and Albello. He has spent many years teaching recreational skiers, developing ski instructors and coaching athletes all over Europe. He is one of the most innovative instructors working in the Alps today and has earned a name for himself for the constant research and development he carries out combining ski technique, ski biomechanics and ski physiology. And in this week's episode, I'm going to be chatting to Warren about his experience in the snow industry. But alongside that, we're going to be taking some time to chat about the National Snow Week, which is kicking off this weekend at the NEC in Birmingham for the National Snow Show and carries on to the London Snow Show at the XL in London next weekend. Now, outside Native, we are happy to be able to offer free tickets to one or both of the shows when you use the code OUTSIDE at checkout. You can make the most of that and find out more information about the entire week by heading to nationalsnowweek.com. Without further ado, let's head straight into this conversation with Warren Smith. Warren, this week's advice comes from Jack from The Ramblers, and he's, his role is Head of Paths, which I think is a great name. But his advice for you is, if there is a path or walk near where you live that you've never visited, make a pledge to go and explore. Now, he's talking literally about paths here, but I think this advice actually crosses over to skiing and snowboarding quite well. If there's some, you know, a, a route or run that you've never been down before, go and explore it. What do you think? I think that's a, an awesome challenge for everybody to be thinking about. I think we all strive to do that in that world of free ride skiing that certainly I'm from, and I know many people come into the National Snow Sports Week events are going to be from. Um, one area of caution or advice, I guess, would be check it out thoroughly especially if it's in the mountains if you don't know where you're going to or what's beyond it uh you don't know what the weather conditions could have been like the last two or three days temperature shifts all that stuff you know ask a local take a guide take an instructor or just uh, make sure your buddies that are with you are well experienced and you're well equipped for it but um my god you know best experience on the planet right experiencing new new avenues new pathways and finding that extra stash of powder snow i mean that's how i envision it anyway so <laughs> good response to that advice uh, and i offer uh, guest advice every episode and something that i also ask to every guest is what do you love about being outside and active uh for me god i i think it's uh you know the older i've got the more it's become like the mental kind of uh stimulus you know to try and sort of get the headspace to uh, uh relax or to get that freedom that sort of puts me in the right state of mind i think the adrenaline buzz has always been that thing for me on the outside and the outdoors and our search or quest for you know finding great free ride terrain or interpreting our own sort of portrait of the mountain you could say where you make your descent um but the, the, the older i've got and the more we work a lot more with other people um you know trying to trying to help them sometimes with their pathways and careers and whatever they want to do 
the outdoor space is just uh it, it's an incredible thing you know to empty the brain out and have a great uh a great reset sometimes so i think uh physically it's obviously there it stimulates you it keeps you in shape mentally uh that that is fast that huge distance is uh you know is something that can really uh soothe the mind now if there's someone listening to this that's maybe not part of the snow sports industry and hasn't been skiing mm-hmm. or snowboarding before explain from your point of view what is so special about the snow sports community uh well snow sports community is uh it's something built on passion and um it's something built on that vibe that energy that i think the mountains bring to us so Weirdly enough, it actually translates back to the UK. I was only I was at a snow camp event on Friday at the snow center at Hemel, and there were, were were young apprentices there in snow camp that were explaining their first experience at Hemel. And if you listen to the passion that these kids spoke with about the the buzz of putting skis on and making their first ascent from the top of the snow center. Um, I mean, it literally almost brought a tear to some of our eyes and it reminded us of like, why, oh my God, the, you know, the buzz this person's got. Very much the same in the mountains. If you if you walk into a ski resort and, and you feel that atmosphere, it, even if you're walking in in a down day, you know, something's not right in your mind or your life or whatever, you walk into this atmosphere and see the energy that kind of gets dispersed or out, outwards off, off people that have just mm. had a, a run of their life or, or enjoyed something it's pretty special and and i think that's the thing that that uh, that drives us all to it but there is a there's a certain thing about the community aspect that it's really uh, an area where people seem to want to share you know they, they it's not like that's my run i'm not telling anyone else mm. you know this is my run guys it's awesome come and join me you know let's let's have a a hike together it really does feel like a team sport even if you're doing it in a very small side of it so i think a lot there's a lot to be said about snow sports uh, that brings people into a community uh, and that community you know once you're in it um, you're in a very positive place we're going to talk about uh, your experiences and talk about the National Snow Week, which you've, you've already um, dropped in there. But I just want to kick off by asking you where the door to the snow sports industry actually opened for you in your life. Well, yeah, when I was um, I, I was from Hemel Hempstead, actually, literally a stone throw from where the snow centre is. Uh, and I was, uh, I, we used to have a skateboard park there. And we're on that skateboard park. I was a BMXer. I used to love BMXing. And they demolished the park built a dry ski slope which i think a lot of us were quite uh, angry about you know as kids from our little sort of council estate that was just around the corner and in the end from one way or another i ended up setting ski bindings at that place that venue uh, of, of the hemel snow center you know ski center uh that's what got me into it um you know couldn't really afford to go skiing there but that was my way in uh, so Certain ski bindings led to other things, you know, skiing more, getting uh, the crossover of being on a bike as to skiing, really similar to skateboard and snowboard. Um, And and I just sort of stuck at it and and I kind of became obsessed, I think, with it. You know, I learned so much uh, dry slope. That's why we always encourage people, no matter whether it's a, you know, Snowflex, Dendex, whatever you can slide on take advantage of it even if it's on the indoor roller carpets anything you can get going anything you can get started to participate 
uh, and include yourself inside the snow sports is is a great thing. So from there, I I just trained and trained, um, kept pushing it. Went to Austria off the back of a connection at the the, the the dry ski slope. So that's the other thing we always talk about the snow camp community. You know, we we talk about the idea that so much of it is about connectivity of just talking to the right people at the right time. And then I found my way to Austria. Uh, went there with a really close friend of mine, Pete. Uh, Gillespie who run, now runs a snow center and his own business but we we found our pathway uh, through Austria helping getting qualified for Austrian ski school flipped over to Verbier Verbier became you know that was the new home for me in 94 95 it's a free ride mecca and then I followed my kind of like ambition to be a free ride skier uh, got on the vocal free ride team you know just by meeting people in Verbier set the academy up in Verbier and then with a, a load of luck on top of it, we've sort of ended up in quite a good place, really. Again, just for people that might not know, explain a little bit more about free ride skiing. Free ride skiing is kind of like skiing um, not on the piste. Uh, it's kind of like choosing any other terrain, which could be uh, an itinerary run. It could be off the side of a piece, uh, hiking up a, a face that you desire. You want to ski down, looking at your couloir, looking at your open area challenging yourself putting the skins on your skis walking up to a private spot going to find something in solitude with no one around um and some of the ultimate things is when you find that beautiful untouched powder mm. snow that i guess is the closest thing to what surfing you know feels like or whatever when you're sort of gliding in something and you can't feel the base and that's uh i think that's what we all strive for you know that's certainly from a, a free ride point of view it's our it's our mecca You've explained how you got into the industry. How easy, or what's it like for young people now in the UK, you know, learning the ropes, getting into skiing and the snow sports mm. industry? Well, it's, it's possible. I mean, the, the, the thing about the UK, very different to many other countries, actually, is there, there was this huge wave in like the 60s, 70s, 80s where so many dry ski slopes were built. And it became like a, a, a solid foundation that's even built, you know, fantastic now world cup races you know look at dave riding from pendle hill and all these other sort of areas that have now proved that you you know your basis your skill set you can actually learn it on on our, on our dry ski slopes on our artificial slopes and obviously now we have indoor snow domes uh, but the uk has definitely got an obsession with skiing uh, snowboarding there's there's not a doubt about that um you can access it uh, locally you know if you if you've only got to go and google skiing snowboarding in your local google maps you'll find where your local venue is and actually there are the, the systems in the uk for ski coaching snowboard coaching are fantastic you know i think the education side of how uk snow sports uh, looks at tutoring is brilliant so everyone's got a chance to get involved and talking about community and getting involved in the industry we've got coming up the, the national snow week again which we, we you touched on earlier so we'll be kicking off this weekend with the national snow show at the NEC in Birmingham on the 14th and 15th and then next week the London snow show at the XL on the 21st and 22nd of October tell me a bit about what your involvement is with the show and what you're going to be doing over the two weekends yeah, well, we we, uh, we started on the the show, you know, the Birmingham uh, NEC show. I guess it's two years ago now. It's crazy. It's, time has flown by. And obviously, you know, worked with Stephen before and all that crew. And it's a very sort of homely crew to work with. So what we did because of that um, vibe of the show, we brought our Ski Technique Lab. Ski Technique Lab is something that we, we're on tour at the moment around the UK. We've just 
finished Scotland. We're now in the, the north of England, and then we work our way down. We coincide with both of the shows. And where people buy a ticket to come to one of our talks, um, uh, we've actually offered the the ticket as part of the, the, sh the show ticket. So when someone gets a ticket to the, the, the Birmingham show or the London show, um, they'll be assessed uh, on the Ski Technique Lab um, Ski Biomechanics. So basically, we run a, an assessment uh, system here. You may be able to see it by the six icons. And those six icons map out the movement patterns that you need to be able to perform uh, to be able to do the sport of skiing, you know, technically correct. However, what, when you learn about this quite quickly is that the biomechanics assessments that we do show the differences between the left and right side of the body. And anyone listening to this broadcast, if you had to ask them, like, do you have a weaker turn direction? They'll all turn around and say, oh, God, yeah, I know I have a weaker turn. That goes right up to pro level. You know, everyone has a weaker turn. What this does and what the shows are going to give the general skiing public the opportunity to do is to come in, get assessed, um, walk away with an assessment, a PDF that's worth, and, and the assessment's 20 pounds, the PDF's actually 30 pounds. Um, so ultimately, you're going to get a PDF and an assessment certificate uh, for 50 bucks, and it'll be part of your show ticket. Now, if you really want to understand about it, you know, you can go in and have a look at it. And uh, there's a QR code, uh, which you can see on here. So if anyone's watching and sees that QR code, they can scan it. It'll give you a lot of information to, to find out more about ski biomechanics. But ski biomechanics, it doesn't matter how expensive your ski lesson is or if you've got the best instructor in the world. If you've got a biomechanical restriction on one side of your body, there is a limit to what your instructor can do. And what we want to try and do is get to it before you go out to the Alps, before you go to your ski instructor and try and uh, even up the body's movement patterns, movement ranges so that you can make the most out of your skiing, reduce the risk of injury, which is a mm. huge thing, um, and, in, and in, you know increase performance. You'll be talking to a load of people over the weekend, but interested to know who you're going to be able to help. Are you are you going to be talking to people that have been skiing for years and years and years, consider themselves, you know, yeah. experts, but want to learn more, but also speaking to people who are brand new and want to kind of have that next step up? Absolutely. So this, this is a really important point, actually, you've made. So Ski Technique Lab actually is really beneficial to the 95% of people that don't take ski lessons. So if you don't take a ski lesson, this is literally the DIY, fix your own ski technique, figure out your weaker turn. We'll give you the exercises and things to unlock your side. Just to give a quick example, you know, when we ask someone to rotate their legs inwardly to sort of see how they finish off their turns, there is usually a 30 degree difference between left and right. That's just a straight off the bat. There's other flex tests is you know colin martin expert boot fitters coming to the show we've got tests that really help we work very closely with colin and all the uk's top boot fitters to talk about flex tests we also talk about symmetry testing the legs um and, and other aspects of angulation so these tests will be a benefit but the 95 percent of people that don't take lessons will gain a huge amount the five percent of people that spend money on lessons will get a greater value for money because their instructor won't be screaming for the whole week finish mm. off your turns it'll be something that you can actually get to it'll be something that will actually make the body much more 
easier to adapt to ski coaching. The other thing it's really useful for um, are complete beginners. Now, if anyone's listening to this that has watched a friend ski, had the experience as a beginner, and you're in your snowplow, you spend a load of your week like hooked onto one turn direction that's your favorite turn, and you almost can't go the other way. So this helps that person unlock the steering range. And then the other side of it that's very beneficial, if anyone's either lacking confidence in skiing, usually always down to one turn direction, this unlocks that and it'll actually help someone identify it. And then the other thing is the last point is if you're coming back to the sport from an injury, either a either an injury, a proper injury, this is a brilliant way to reduce the risk. Or if it's a micro injury, again, we'll teach you ways to help build up that strength. One thing that's incredibly striking that people that have been to the show will know um, when I've been walking around the last couple of years is that there is a real mixture of snow enthusiasts that want to go in and visit their heroes that want to go and speak to all the brands that they see all the time that are all in one place but you also have uh, families there as well that go on their skiing holidays once or twice a year and it's real you know all ends of the spectrum isn't there yeah, absolutely. That, that's that's the that's the thing we've loved about seeing the energy of these shows over the last two years. It's like there is a real atmosphere of the buzz, and I think you know that the shows are well organised, which is great. Um, that you know the guys have got the experience and the the foot flow of traffic is busy so that actually adds to the atmosphere but then the other other side of things is people are bouncing back off those those years where we've obviously been restricted from travel restricted from getting out there and you know people are absolutely desperate to get their get their teeth back into that sport you know whether it's ski or snowboard telemark whatever it is they do to slide around the mountain so it's uh it, it, it's right now it's the buzz you know nec's really taken off well we've had two excellent years at NEC um, and now looking at London coming back you know I think everyone's so excited about seeing that show kick off at Excel. Absolutely and just picking up on like you said a tough few years for the snow sports industry lack of travel uh, and and just an economic forefront as well how is it bouncing back like you said there there's a real excitement and it's fantastic that we're kind of moving back to uh, to 100% operation but how, how is it feeling in the couple of years since? Well, it, it was a tough year. You know, yeah. we were very lucky, actually. And Verbier, where we're based, is uh, we never actually got shut down. As long as you were within Switzerland, you you could ski. Uh, that, you know, you had to be careful. We all, you know, restaurants were all closed on the mountain, but we could ski because it was an outdoor activity. Um, it was tough. You know, th- there's things where it's, it's taken a couple of years of credits to sort of, you know, we think we're, we're busy some weeks, and then you look at a group and think, actually, you're paying out, you know, you're paying your costs, but, uh, you know, maybe only two people on that course are paying for it. The other four are using credits that were, you know, we, we dished out. I think, I think we're getting back on our feet. The thing that's very interesting is our, our winter's almost sold out already in advance of the winter starting. So the, the um, people generally would book in advance with us anyway, but the actual, um, the winter program is, uh, is super busy. So, that that's a great thing, um, and, and you know, looking at people's um, looking at people coming back to the resorts, we've definitely seen it. It was, you know, it didn't really dip off last year in January, which it normally does. It just went straight through, super busy. What's particularly striking as well is that at the show, uh, we organise a, a few different shows, but especially in the snow industry, 
There is no yeah. show where the speakers, the visitors and the brands are all so tightly connected and want to be there and have a good time and just intermingle and chat and learn and share experiences. Yeah. I mean, you've got a couple of brands. If you're, you're watching this conversation, a couple of brands on show yeah. there. I mean, j- just explain a bit more from your experience of how well connected everyone is. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. I mean, half the, uh, half the battle is sort of getting to the show on the Friday to set up yeah. and then bumping into all your mates. And it's just like, <laughs> my God, it's like it's one o'clock. We haven't even done a, an ounce of work yet. We better get going. Um, and then the inevitable, I guess, après ski style, have a few beers. We, you know, and, and it really is. It is like a family. I think everyone generally misses each other. And even though you, we all go back to our own sort of places, um, there is that buzz. You know, it, it's that it's that classic UK industry buzz. Um, a lot of friendships have been made over the last couple of decades, and 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 people, you know, they get a kick out of it, and 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 we all look forward to that. And that's what's so yeah fantastic about having everyone in in one room over the two weekends. Um, yeah, can you tell me a bit about the ski academy and uh, when it was set up and sort of your mindset and what the the aim and values were uh, when when it came about? Well, we set the ski academy up. It was in nineteen ninety nine, ninety eight, ninety nine season. Um, we basically um, kind of saw a bit of a gap in the market where. The, the 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 methodology of ski instructions like giving someone an instruction never really sort of sat comfortably um and the, the idea for rather than just bouncing off private lessons here and there or, or seeing someone once our philosophy was to see someone for a much longer journey to coach them through something where do you know what we'll build this part now we're not going to rush you to get a quick fix we want to try and build the foundation really strong so that whether you you come back to us or whether you go somewhere else, you've got all of your foundation built properly, just like you would with a house. So, so many skiers have flex issues where they're skiing backseat. So many skiers ski in an A-frame and the knees are dropping in. A lot of skiers rotate their upper body rather than steer their legs. And we spend a lot of time, you know, getting the foundations right. And, And once we got it and we explained it properly over these video analysis sessions, we found that people were coming back time and time again, because they like, you know, they like the content. Um, and in the end, it's sort of, uh, the Academy has taken off. It's, it's an organically grown business. It's not something where we, we do tons and tons of force advertising. In fact, most of the time people generally write about what we do. Um, I think our goal, you know, has always been to try and give people a pathway to skiing off-piste and in free-ride terrain. Uh, not the be-all and end-all. You know, some people come to us to do a ski instructor training program. Some people come to us, uh, you know, for technical work or, as we were saying earlier, returning from injury. Uh, but a lot of the goal is to be able to get our clients to make a really strong foundation, carve very nicely on-piste, use the equipment correctly, get a greater understanding of the sport. Mm. So we kind of hope that our clients, when they finish, with us kind of know quite a lot of what we do about the sport as well so they could pass it on to their mates um which is a bit of the reason we set up the ski technique lab alongside you know as part of the academy and then the ultimate goal obviously for us is to see our clients flourish be able to go into itineraries confidently venture off piste get their skins on go and ski you know into all sorts of terrains so that that's that's what the academy has become. We, we've we've made various things like uh, DVDs over the years, which mm. have helped us. Uh, content. We were the coaches for a TV show called The Jump uh, on Channel Four, and, and, and you know we we met a lot of people through that. Um, and then 
off the the back of a few other things that the Verbier brand has grown. But I think the biggest thing that really um, solidifies the academy is actually the academy itself, the team, the coaches, the kind of family that it is. We we have a really great bond between us. Um, you know, we're all we've all got each other's back, which is a really strong thing. And I think the energy of a team working with each other kind of puts that message across to the groups that we teach so in a group it's not someone trying to outdo another person what you find is that they'll, they'll feed off the energy of the coaches and the bit of the banter going on and the, the energy and the enthusiasm and it kind of like uh, it, it goes out to the to the groups we're skiing with which is really you know it's really fantastic um so that that's part of what it is if anyone ever asked what the ski technique lab was it's basically a lot of journalists over the years are saying, you know, why the academy? Why do people keep coming back to the academy? And so we we set up the Ski Technique Lab. One of the reasons was to to try and bring out into the open what some of the key content points were, even if people didn't get a chance to come on a course. But that's kind of the academy. That that's the history of it. And and you know, I guess it's uh, it's 25 years now, sort of almost a quarter of a century. So yeah, long time. Amazing. And if I'm sitting at home and I'm listening to this or watching this and I'm thinking, okay, well, I should be going to the National Snow Week, um, but I've never been skiing before. I've I've maybe seen my friends go, but I've never been like, oh, no, I'm not interested. But now I'm feeling a little bit more inspired. What sort of step one or the 101 of getting into skiing that I should be following? Okay, so I, I reckon, you know, the, the idea of you running all over the shop trying to find out more about skiing when when actually there's an event where the whole nucleus of the industry is in one place, you, you, it's your one-stop shop to get every bit of information you can. There's going to be, you know, advice given. If you go onto our stand and talk about ski instruction, how do I learn? You know, we might not be the guys that, that, that give you your first week of skiing, but we will be able to give you the the, the correct advice of, what's a great place to go to learn to ski for the first time, who to go with. Um, there are other people at the show talking about that as well. There are fantastic equipment experts at the show who will give you the best advice. So, you know, it's kind of bringing together the best of the best in all elements of the sport. The other thing is the tour operators are there, but they're, they're not there to try and hard sell something. They're purely there to try and give out the best advice. Um, and from, from what I've seen, you know, from, from what I've listened to and I've been walking around the show, that works really well. The Ski Club of Great Britain are there, and the Ski Club, you know, mixed in with the history of the Ski Club is 120 years old. Uh, they make a fantastic magazine, but they, they offer fantastic advice um impartial to people that want to know a bit more about the sport and and to learn there um you know you've got people up on stage which are inspirational talkers i, th I think you know if you're going to try and get your, your, your teeth into the sport um you'll find out what to go uh, where to go what to do what are the venues near you and how you'd make your sort of your step on the ladder in snow sports for sure i think as well there's two different um types of speakers you'll have people that almost for inspiration go and hear their stories uh, notable yeah. people within the industries but you've also got a, a skill section as well where if you want to go and yeah. you know learn a bit more maybe um, take, re really look into the skills of of your own uh, skiing experience and there's that twofold as well um, so there's, there's yeah. the stages available for you to go and to go and listen and there's a there's a full schedule but um i think just kind of circling back to the, the ski ski academy there's uh there's five p's 
that are on your website, uh, which I think summarise nicely what you've all you've been all you've been talking about: performance, passion, professionalism, partnership, and play. And I think that last one is really important. I'd just like to ask you about play. Where, where, why is that so important in what you do? Oh, play, play is everything. I think if you haven't got play, what's the point of doing all the other four before it? I mean. <laughs> Thank God, thank God there's a bar in the middle of the show that we can all go to and have a bit of a laugh. And, <laughs> exactly. and, and uh, you know, play, play is obviously, you know, play for us is uh, when the team gets up in the morning, goes up at nine o'clock and has a ski before starting work. That's the play side of things. Mm. Uh, play is going out for a team dinner for us. Play is meeting all our mates at the show, having an apres ski beer. Because, you know, you've you got to remember that a big part of being in the mountains, a uh, big part of this thing is... Um, is to get together, you know, can't forget the party aspect of it. And and I know that what goes on at the show is is a very good atmosphere that the guys set out. So if you've never been to a show before, if you've never gone and got involved with snow sports before, you'll kind of feel the bug and that kind of energy that goes on in the mountains. You'll feel it at the shows for sure. And we're so excited for, for, for the Birmingham snow show, but also the... The, the launch again of the, the London Snow Show that's taking place and you can check more out at nationalsnowweek.com and we're so excited for you and everyone else that's going to be there, brands and speakers and, and visitors to be yeah. there. But just finally, where can people go to find out a bit about, more about you and what you do ahead of the show? Well, I mean, basically, if, if anyone's in the north of England, you know, come along to any of our events. Uh, if you go to the Academy website, you'll you'll see what we do. Uh, if you just Google, you know, we these days we just tell people to go to Google, uh, Warren Smith Ski Academy, log on, you'll see the website. Um, Ski Technique Lab, if you Google Ski Technique Lab Eventbrite, you'll come up with the Eventbrite page. Um, and that'll show you where we're going around the UK. But um, yeah, j- just check us out online. You see what we get up to. Um, we're doing some work with Protect Our Winters, which is a really important yeah. uh, charity we work we work for. We're trying to create awareness this coming show um, to people, um, especially from our point of view in the mountains, like the realistic side of things that there are huge temperature shifts. We want to try yeah. and create awareness that people have got to be a little bit more cautious, a little get, get a bit further education to be safer out there with the new uh, changes in the snowpack. Um, and obviously we're there also as a, I mean, there is a patron for snow camp. Snow camps are an awesome charity, um, you know, so, so it'd be great to come and listen to what those guys get up to. It's very inspirational. Warren, thank you so much for your time. I kicked off this podcast by offering you a piece of advice from Jack. Now's your opportunity to leave a piece of advice for a guest coming onto the podcast in the near future. Wow, a bit of advice. God, if you're uh, if you're ever considering skiing something you've never skied before, I think similar to the paths, um, mm. research, take your research on it. You know, the pathway as to like a, a new thing to excite yourself is brilliant. I think in our environment, if anyone's ever going to go down that road of looking at free ride skiing and going to go and do a proper assessment, um, take your time, map it out, look at the terrain, look at all the weather patterns that have come before it. And most importantly, go with a buddy, a guide or an instructor that can show you the ropes and keep you safe. Warren, thank you so much for your advice. I look forward to passing that along. We look forward to seeing you at the Snow Week. Looking forward to it myself. All the best. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Outside and Active podcast, a special National Snow Week episode featuring Warren Smith. 
Like I said at the beginning, you can get free tickets to one or both of the National Snow Show or London Snow Show events by using code OUTSIDE at checkout when you head to nationalsnowweek.com. We can't wait to see you there. I will be recording episodes of the podcast with the incredible speakers at the show, so stay tuned for more incredible guests coming up on the podcast in the near future. But until that time, I've been Dominic Brown. Enjoy the outdoors.